0: Welcome to Sports Lounge Live, a weekly talk show covering baseball. I don't believe what I just saw. Basketball. Believe. Are NBA champions. Football. Got it at the fire and into the end zone. Touchdown. Hockey. He he score. NASCAR. Green flag waves again at the World Center of Racing. Plus the latest sports news, both pro and college. Hear past talk shows on your phone by calling 773 572 3006 or as a podcast on your iPhone, Victor Stream, or computer, or on your smart speaker. Visit legendoldies.com for links to automatically connect via your computer or iPhone. Call the Sports Efficient Autos at area code 646 876 9923 and enter the PIN 287 723 followed by the pound key twice. And now, your hosts, Chris Devin, Perry Lester, Sean Platts, Robert Herrick, and Bill Sparks.
1: Good Tuesday afternoon. Welcome to the month of November. It is November 1st today, okay. so welcome to the 11th month out of the year. It is a show number 218. Lots going on. NFL trades. We have a baseball manager hired and a huge absolutely huge college football game coming up this weekend and we'll yep. talk about all of that as we go along Chris.
2: Okay, well, yes we do and and it's really been breaking uh, crazy. Uh, some Tuesdays are quiet as we lead up to our show and others go crazy and we've had the baseball story, we had a an NBA story and we had uh, all the uh, NFL trades and they'll be continuing. The deadline has just passed. It's 4 p.m. Eastern here, uh, but the deadline has passed. But like any other trade deadline, that it takes half hour, 45 minutes or so to get all the information because everything, if you get it in, it may not all be processed uh, within that half hour, 45 minutes. So for the end of the show, we should have any, any extra trades, and we'll have the ones we have. And, um, you know, but the agenda, of course, we're going to do our panel and that includes our uh, host to be named later, Rick Swan, who's uh, spared no expense and is uh, talking to us from Disney world cause he paid money to get down there. So that's why I say he's spared no expense. And we had uh, NAS- we got NASCAR. Robert's going to talk about that. We have the final four now for NASCAR. We have soccer. Sean's going to talk about that. The MLS because Austin was involved. So he'll be mentioning that the, we have the NFL, we have baseball, we have college football, and the nba so i guess i'll start with uh you know what's going on here the state of uh, sports in in this area patriots won a kind of a <clears throat> well a victory that really could have easily gone the other way because there a lot of people think there was kind of a bogus call that, that called back a pick six interception by the jets which would have made it 17 to 3 but that came back as a roughing uh, the passer or a personal foul call so they ended up uh, Saying ahead, or, or you're pulling ahead, winning at 22-17, uh, Bill Belichick's 325th win. He's now in second place, and uh, what is he? 22 behind Don Shula for all-time uh, coach, postseason and regular season passing. Uh, George Halas, but if he couldn't win it against Halas' team, he certainly was happy to win it against the Jets. Because he never became the HC of the NYJ, uh, you know, as he wrote on his little memo, uh, you know, when he was uh, doing that press conference. So uh, he is now 35 and 10 against the Jets as a head coach, and he's won 13 in a row uh, now. So that's pretty good. Uh, Bruins are 8 and 1. They're in first place. They're rolling along, playing a good game tonight against Pittsburgh. That should be fun. That's on ESPN, so maybe Rick can even see that. And uh, then we've got the Celtics. They're 4 and 2. That's good enough for third in the East. So, and of course we're going to do uh, hockey and basketball standings after the football season is over. And, um, and then, uh, but there's a trouble in BC as far as football is concerned. BC lost <clears throat> on Saturday to UConn, sixteen to three. And the problem is when you lose, and not that they play UConn every year, but that's there's three Division One teams in New England, and, and UConn is the, terrible. That's number one. UConn, Yukon is <laughs> yeah. getting better. They're four and five, but BC is two and six, and you lose to the team that you know you're supposed to be the number one. You're the Big Kahuna. You're the Power Five. UConn hadn't beaten the Power Five team since 2015. So, and UConn. Yeah, he may sneak into a bowl. I mean, they're four and five. They might do it. But the point is, it's more about B.C. and Jeff Halfley. I mean, I, there's been a lot of injuries, but their offensive line's been terrible this year. Uh, I don't know if it's recruiting or injuries or what, but the B.C. fan base is not a patient group. So we'll see what happens uh, at the end of the year. But that was a damaging loss to him. So anyway, we'll switch down to Florida. Usually when we switch to Florida, we're talking to Bill, but instead we're going to talk to Rick Swan. Hello from the happiest place on earth. Or at least it wasn't <laughs> at least at least it was till about six forty five Sunday. Um, <laughs>
0: yeah. um got down here Sunday, got here about eleven forty five, was hoping to get into the room and watch football, but you know, they <clears throat> said they get the as soon as the room was ready and I knew check in time was four o'clock, so I knew I was you know, I wasn't guaranteed anything. Well, I didn't get into the room till a little after three. So I missed a lot of the one o'clock games. I don't really know as much as I usually do about them. But one good thing was when the late games are coming on and I had Fox on and they said, most of you will be watching the Rams and 49ers and some of you will see the Giants and Seahawks. And we got the Giants and Seahawks. Whoa. So I got, yeah, yeah. I got to watch the game and it, it's, you know, it's a lot. And we're six and two now. I can't complain about that. And then it was, it was looking like same old story, like they were hanging around to the fourth quarter and they were going to pull it out, but a couple of bad special team turnovers did them in that. But now they get their buy and They come back with home games against Houston and Detroit. So very well could be eight and two heading into Thanksgiving day against the Cowboys.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, that's like I said, it, you know, it's, it's, it's very hot down here. It's a lot of fun, but it's, you know, I did miss the football and that's about all I got
1: Perry. You know what? It's November 1st and it's 75 degrees. Now I've heard anything. Some people say, that it's Indian summer. I've heard some say climate change and whatever it is, but you know what, when you're in the middle of the country I think Bill, you would agree with this. When you're in the middle of the country, if you can get beautiful weather like this, you really don't care what causes it. You'll take it <laughs> because nice. because it could certainly be something much different than this. We have had snow on the ground by this time, so we certainly don't want any of that yet. <laughs> but
3: um, I'm not complaining about your weather up there.
1: No, and, and <laughs> it's gonna be, well, it's gonna rain. Friday. It's gonna be nice. I've already it's going it's I gonna be nice, Friday. but it's gonna rain friday saturday and yeah. sunday so be ready for that but um we finally as, as you and i fans we finally got our first really exciting game on saturday with you know because i we i probably had nausea and told you about the new play-by-play man and was he gonna be any good well you you don't really learn until you get a game that goes right down to the last second and we got that and he, he did he was very good. Um, Professional and um, there was a replay. It was it kind of reminded me of the Rams Super Bowl in um, two thousand because the guy caught the ball and he gave about a yard short of the end zone. So um, kind of reminded me of that. But um, they were afraid that they might say that he hit the pylon, but they didn't. So that's how you learn when somebody is you know how good they're going to be with you know with a, with a great finish and all and he really came through well the Hawkeyes even got a win they scored 33 points I think the Hawkeye fans were really amazed by that it's like wow I haven't seen that in a long time so they were happy about yeah. that Iowa State lost so you know what it, it the college we're getting ready for college basketball that season though I think a lot of teams are going to start anywhere from the 7th to the 9th. That seems to be the, you know, the time from Monday the 7th to Wednesday the 9th where teams are going to play. Now, most of those games, you know, are going to be games that don't mean anything, uh, you know, or t- that the home team will win by 30 or 40 probably. But anyway, that's what's going on here. And Bill, I would bet, You've probably got some of this beautiful weather just like we do, and I'm guessing you're just fine with it.
4: I am just fine with it. I'm watching the Twitter wire now. The Colts just announced a trade. They just traded their... Not Jonathan Taylor, but their super running back. They, they in, in to Buffalo. Just think how good he feels. He's going yeah. from a three and team that's going nowhere. <laughs> fired their offensive coordinator today. Now they... But he, they've got him under a long contract, too, so Buffalo got a pretty good deal that way, so it's probably Wait, how much a winner. better can
1: the bills and the chiefs get than everybody else right yeah well,
4: they're they're trying to come to easels. the Super Bowl from what he was here. You can't blame him for being a little happy. So we'll find out what came back the other way in just a few moments. Speaking of college basketball, I listened to the Indiana University. They're going to have a pretty good team this year. I mean, a real good team.
1: That Big Ten, though, Bill, I don't know what they said during your broadcast, but I listened to the Hawkeyes for a little bit last night. Of course, the game was over by five minutes ago in the first half, but uh, it sounds like the Big Ten is absolutely loaded again.
4: They are loaded, uh, loaded, loaded, loaded. Mm -hmm. So we shall see, and we'll turn it over to Robert. I'm sure he's got some explaining to do about his Vegas (laughs) Raiders.
1: Robert's probably like, college basketball,
5: what's that stuff? Yeah. No, 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 I, I would never say anything bad about college
1: basketball. It, it's a good sport to watch. Um, is it popular, yeah, Robert? I, I, I mean, we've never talked about this. Is it popular out there?
5: I, yes, it is, um, because, like, in Southern California, you have U, uh, UCLA. It's won all the titles. USC is pretty good. Uh, you know, you've got the teams in San Diego that aren't too bad. Uh, Stanford normally has a respectable basketball team. Uh, California normally does okay. Now, what would be really interesting? Because I remember growing up in the '70s and '80s when the University of San Francisco was real competitive before their program got killed. Well,
3: they made the it, tournament last year. And, they made yeah. the tournament last year.
5: And, and if oh. uh, and if USF can can keep up what they're doing, it will re- it will really get interesting around here. So yeah, college. There's well. been nothing wrong with college basketball. Uh, NASCAR. We're down to the final four. We have Joey Logano. Chase Elliott, Christopher Bell, and Ross Chastain. And apparently, uh, Pierre will have to talk about it when he comes in. But apparently, Ross Chastain made one hell of a move on the final <clears> lap of the race to get into the last spot so he could qualify for the playoffs. And he knocked Denny Hamlin out of that spot. So,
3: Why don't we let Pierre come on in and talk about that then? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Pierre.
5: Uh, yeah, Pierre, there, <laughs> pick that up. Uh, I didn't see that, but that's what I've heard about all week.
6: Well, what he did was he's played video games, <clears throat> NASCAR video games, years. And he kept seeing him make this move. He slung the car against the wall and catapulted it ahead of Denny Hamlin. And no one has ever tried that before. And he said he saw it on video games and he's always going to try it. So he did it and it worked. <laughs>
5: Oh, my God.
6: That sounds wow. like a risky way to be. To, yep. to Tell me,
2: it. I got from Midtown, Connecticut. I didn't
5: oh. know that. Yep. yep, he is. He's a New Englander, Chris. Uh, but, yeah, that's your Final Four, and the final race will be on NBC at, I believe, 2 o'clock Eastern Time on Sunday. So, uh, um, you know, <clears> so <throat> that, that, that's how the NASCAR uh, situation will end. Boy, um, if
1: everything plays out though, you realize then you've got a huge NASCAR race on Sunday. You right? got NFL football, and you could right? have Game Seven of the World Series. Right, that is correct.
5: Yeah, uh, it could be one hell of a. And you've got the Breeders' Cup this weekend, also. That's so, right. Yeah. So uh, no, this is one hell of a sports weekend if you really stop and look at it.
1: So, mm-hmm.
5: yeah. um, and now watch you know, somebody
1: and, now watch somebody wins game three, four, and five and blows it all up. Yeah,
5: yeah, that, <laughs> yep. that, that's true. If the weather cooperates, that is in Philadelphia. But uh, no, uh, uh, it looks like my baseball team is maybe closer to a new home. Uh, my football team, I have absolutely no explanation for what they did on Sunday. Uh, normally I could come in here and, and talk respectable about a Raiders win or a Raiders loss, but Sunday I have absolutely no explanation for. So, uh, and my, my hockey team, they're, they're plugging along, but I don't expect them to make, to make the playoffs. And the Warriors, they're having a little slump, but it's too early in the NBA season. I'm, I'm not panicking yet.
1: So anyway, let's turn it over to Sean, and, and then we'll get on with the agenda. Go ahead, and Sean. Obvi- and obviously, Sean, as we go to you, we we all want to make sure, you know, we send you our thoughts.
4: And then i got a question, too, yeah.
1: Yeah, so. like I said, my grandmother passed away yesterday after the show, so
3: sometime tomorrow night or Thursday, I'm heading up. We're having the funeral on Friday. Uh, heading to Missouri up to the northeast Missouri, western Illinois border, where it's actually warmer than it is here in Austin. So, (laughs) you know, I'm like, as long as it's it's not 11 degree weather for a funeral, I'm not going to complain. So It won't be. No, you won't have
1: that. You will not have that.
3: No, I I will not have that, but yeah, college basketball gets going next week here, all over the country. Well, These were exhibition games that Perry and Bill were talking about, but the regular season, around Veterans Day and some on that Tuesday and Wednesday before, so women kick off on Monday or tip off on Monday, I should say, but uh, Spurs are not doing well. They're, they're winning. They're not tanking. They're not doing their tank job very well, <laughs> not that tank job there. but you know, all right. MLS, it, the finals is also Sunday in LA, LA FD in Philadelphia. LA beat Austin, New, uh, Philadelphia beat New York city FD. Uh, they're actually the first league that got through a season on schedule when it was supposed to start and when it was supposed to end since the pandemic because remember baseball had the delay they would have been but baseball having the delay because of the work stoppage so they had their normal February to or they're going to have their normal February to early November season like MLS usually has so but all right got another fun thing as we all know last Friday Tom and Giselle the divorce is final. There are now odds on who Tom Brady is going to be with next. Yes, you can bet on who Tom Brady's next date, girlfriend, relationship is. And the top three, he's going to either be that the odds on Taylor Swift, <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay Vaughn. Lindsay Vaughn, stay away from her. She hurts people. You know, ask Tiger and all the people. Yeah, she breaks, she hurts backs and all that stuff. But you know, and, He's or he's going to get back with Bridget Monahan. So anyway, that's not, that's not show like that one. What's but the story I don't with Jennifer
2: that. Lopez? Is she available anymore? No, she, oh, she, oh, no, she's married right. now. She got oh, remarried. She, she?
3: she married. Right. Uh, yeah, okay. just she, she recently. Married, she got, uh,
2: was it Af-
1: was it Ben Affleck? She got yeah. Her? She
3: married. Yeah, she got back with <clears throat> Ben Affleck. So, oh, did she? They got okay, married see? this time. Yeah, yeah they. Interesting. Yeah, they got married, and by the way, if you at any time want to contact us, you don't have to talk to us about who married who or anything, but you can talk to us about sports. Leave us a message anytime. Uh Sports Lounge and all things radio. Dot .net or 773-572-7715 or 800-693-0595 and remember if option 2 and if you're listening to the podcast we are here every Tuesday at 4 p.m. and if you're listening on the phone leave, hey let us know what you like you know on there on if you're listening over there on the phone leave a message to Bill and thank him give him a tell him good job but also if you want to come in right now on Zoom 646-876-9923 and at the end of the code, 287-723-4600, hit the pound key if you're on the phone. or But if you're on your iPhone or your Android or computer, you just do the code without the pound. But all right, speaking of codes, let's get on to this busy day and busy week in the NFL. All, all right,
4: right. I've, well, got all, yeah, uh, I've got a question. Yeah, I've got a question. Just a quick no. question. Who is, I think he played for New England at one time. The Colts got him in this trade. Who is Zach Moss?
0: No, oh, he's there. a running back. He, he, he's a, he's running a, back. a running running back that's been around for a couple of years. Um, never. He was sharing time with Singletary most of the time until this year when they got a new when they had, um, drafted James Brooks. I uh, yeah, you think. You're uh, thinking of Randy Moss. Yeah. It, yeah. No. Yeah. So kind uh, of a uh, kind of a first yeah. and second down back. I don't think he's really much of a pass receiver.
4: But... No, so but anyway. They, so anyway, I'll get yeah, back so, to it. But that's who they got.
2: Yeah, okay. All right. Okay. All right. So Baltimore beat Tampa Bay twenty seven, twenty two. They came from behind, uh, you know, they were behind ten to three at halftime and but Mark Andrews got hurt, and I haven't heard any more about that. You never do after Thursday night. You never know what's yep. going on. But this guy yep. came in for him. Likely, he did a pretty good job. He got a touchdown pass too. So yes, and he is—he
0: is from Everett High here in the Boston area. Oh,
2: is he? Oh, cool. Yes. All right. Yeah. All right. So we'll see. Not yet. an Iowa guy, but yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, you know. We <laughs> yeah. Not an Iowa.
0: <laughs> Actually,
2: we're up to nothing on New Englanders ahead of <laughs> Iowa today so far. So that's pretty <laughs> yeah. good. Okay, on Sunday morning in we, London, hey, we, I, I
1: will give you a tip though, Chris When we get to baseball, we will talk about
2: it Alright, we'll have some <laughs> Iowans popping in You'll kill the dreams and all that Denver beat Jacksonville 21-17 Jacksonville was, was up 10 to nothing. They were really dominating the game But then there was an interception in the end zone And that kind of turned the game around And Latavius Murray scored with a minute 43 To go to pull it out for Denver So uh, it's, uh, they won a game that they Those kind that they usually lose, but Jacksonville has a lot of problems. They have now lost, uh, I think, five in a row. Each team had lost four. Now Jacksonville's lost five. So um, they're, yep. you know, s- struggling, and that's why they're making some of the moves they're making today. I think we've got some moves for them later on. I thought both teams are doing that, I think. Both teams yeah, are making moves. Yeah, Denver kind of <laughs> yeah. did, too. Uh, Atlanta over Carolina and a crazy one, 37-34 in overtime. Mm-hmm. D.J. Moore. D.J. Moore t- has scored the tying touchdown, took off his helmet to celebrate, it meant that the extra point by this Panera, I think his name is, uh, yep. had to be kicked from 48 yards, and he missed it. And then, yeah. when, then that shook up Panera enough that they missed a, just a regular field goal later on in the overtime, and then Atlanta, good old Young Way Koo, one of my favorites, kicked one, and yeah. the, the Falcons won it, and they're, first, they're in first place in the high-flying uh, NFC South. So there you go. So uh, that that was a very costly thing. Mean, I bet he would have made it, and they would have won that yeah. game. But
0: oh, that, yeah. that tying touchdown was a 62-yard pass with just a couple of seconds left. Yeah,
2: yeah. Yep. So, anyway, uh, and now we'll see if Panera is still on the team when uh, we've got a fantasy league, and we're talking about just doing next year saying, I'm taking the Eagles kicker or the Giants kicker, well, you know, just because it's it's so hard to find out about these kickers. We, we may show up, and uh, Luke Rosa may be kicking for him for all we know on Sunday <laughs> because we, we don't even know. Dallas beat the Bears 49 29. Wasn't that weekend? close? No, no, Zeke no. Z, Elliott, no problem, because uh, Powered scored three, three rushing touchdowns for them. Yeah. And uh, yeah. so, you know, the Bears came back to, to earth after their Monday night uh, victory here. Uh, Miami beat Detroit 31-27. Of course, Detroit got out to their quick 14 nothing lead that they usually do. You know, he can coach those first quarters, I can't, <laughs> Yes, he can. But then, uh, you know, Miami uh, reestablished, got themselves going again, and uh, so they won that one and uh, they hanging in there in the, uh, in the yeah. AFC East. Uh, Minnesota beat Arizona 34-26 once again. The Vikings were up fourteen to three. Went to sleep. They can't do this in the playoffs. And you know, if it, if they were tar- running mm-hmm. it down yesterday on the, on the radio. If they were to, uh, you know, if the season were in to today, they'd be playing San Francisco. You wouldn't be able to fall asleep on San Francisco. You'd no. be gone,
3: especially so, when they all get healthy.
2: Yeah. So this <laughs> the Vikings are are yes, they're they're six and one or whatever they are, but they they just you know there's something missing with that team. They're just not you know they haven't played four quarters by any means yet. No. So I, that's a pro- could be a problem for them. Okay, then we have um, New Orleans beating the Raiders 24 uh, nothing. Robert can't explain it. Uh, I don't think Josh McDaniels can explain it. I don't think that uh, Carr can explain it. I don't think that uh, Mark Davis can explain it. Uh, New Orleans is happy. You know, they got a win there. But I think it's more about a Raiders loss. It's not like the Raiders just didn't show up in that game. Yeah. You know, it's kind of the way it was. Patriots beat the Jets 22-17. I kind of talked about that game already. They, they, again, Belichick takes the point. Five field goals by Folk. I mean, you know, uh, some of these coaches probably would have gone fourth and three from the, the you, know, you know, 32 of the opponent or something. He just kicks the field goal. Get the points. Get the points. You keep getting the points, you're going to win the game, and that's what he does, and, you know, the insanity has not spread to him, even though he's the first one that got crazy in that Colts game years ago, but he certainly uh, might have taught him a lesson. I don't know. But either way, he's, uh, and, he, and we're uh, Colts and Patriots are going to play on Sunday, so that's going to be interesting. And, um, and Wilson, Zach Wilson, he's throwing the ball all over the he doesn't know where he's throwing it. He threw three interceptions, and uh, you know, he doesn't know what he's doing. They, the Jets can't get a quarterback to save their lives. They draft them all the time, and they just don't work out. I'm not saying he can't ever do it, but it's, it's getting to be a, a question, really. I don't really know. Um, Philadelphia over Pittsburgh, 35-13. The last time, and, of course, they were division uh, mates for a while in, in the old uh, NFL, you know, before the merger, but they, the, this is the 10th time in a row the Steelers have lost to the Eagles in Philadelphia. The last time that they won it was uh, October 24th, 1965. So uh, that is the last time that the Steelers won in Philadelphia. A.J. Brown caught three touchdown passes. And uh, so that's, you know, that was a big thing for Philadelphia. Uh, let's see. We had Tennessee over Houston 17-10 because Derrick Henry came to the party and he ran for yep. 219 yards and two touchdowns. And he ran how many times in a row? I think it's four times in a row. for over Four times in a row. Yeah, for over yeah, four 200. times in a row. And, uh, so when he sees Houston, he's all happy. And, uh, Tennessee, and, T- and
1: Tannehill was sick. He was out with, with an illness. Yeah, Tannehill
2: was out. So the other guy just basically put it, you know, handed it to, as somebody said on one of the sports talk shows here yesterday, any human being could have done that. And uh, he did what he needed to do, though. Uh, so that's, uh, and, and again, four in a row over 200. Washington beat the Colts 17 16 on a last minute uh, touchdown or a one yard run by Taylor Heineke. And uh, Sam Ellinger, I guess, was okay. He didn't do anything any different than Matt Ryan, which doesn't mean much. Mm-hmm. He didn't do much, <laughs> you know. The, uh, it, when you don't then, have a
3: line. When you yeah. don't have a line, and you you do you do with what's dealt with. You have you do with what's dealt. Yeah. And they yeah. fired yeah.
2: their offensive coordinator. They anyway. did. They so. did. So, um, and we got the Colts, as they say, we got the Colts coming in here. I made a prediction before the show. We'll see how close I am. I said Patriots 24, Colts 21, just because that's the kind of game they're both playing. They're both in the teens, or 20s. They don't have great offenses. They both have decent defenses. Uh, So I think we're going to have a bit of a slugfest here, but I think the Patriots will win it. So, I don't know. What do you think, Bill?
4: Easily, I think the Patriots, just every time the Colts go to New England, you know, if you go back in the past, the last time they won there is, what, 2006. So, it's nothing unusual if they had a relatively good team go in with a poor team. Maybe that's the only way they can win.
2: You know, that can happen. That's it. Uh, but We've we're, we actually got people deflating footballs, even as we right. speak, to get ready for this
4: game. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so. I'm thinking so that made 10- a big difference on a fifty-six to seven. No, it game. didn't. It
2: yeah. made no yeah. <laughs> difference at all. Uh, and and actually, they played better with the with the uh, new footballs after they uh, said they couldn't use those footballs. The Patriots actually—that's when they pulled away. It was a really rainy night, and they—that's when they did it in the second half. So it was, uh, that's a crazy thing. San Francisco beat the Rams again, thirty-one to fourteen. Perry, the Rams can't beat San Francisco, and that's a problem. No, when you're in the division with them. It's it certainly <laughs> is, and um, you wonder if it's a Super Bowl
1: layup. Lot, not with the Patriots usually but you see it with most teams if they if they go all in and they win the Super Bowl the next year they normally have a and,
5: and boy Perry I don't know about you but Christian McCaffrey made it one hell of a difference for
0: the he certainly yeah, he did threw one, he caught one and he ran he one in yeah, he did. Yeah, he, did. yeah he, did. he did
1: yeah threw one caught one and ran one in first time <laughs> yeah, we, and you season. know we actually unlike most weeks we actually got the Rams on TV this week and then and then
2: that oh <laughs> Well, and uh, that's the last, uh, Damian Tomlinson did it in 2005. That's the last person okay. to do that. Right. And, and, um, so, yeah, so right now, if you looked at the NFC, I, I think the Rams are, would be out of the playoffs, the Packers, and the Bucks. And yep. everybody thought those three would be in, and you go from there, you know? But anyway. Well we had Seattle beating the Giants 27-13 and uh, again Giants still 6 and 2 and uh, in, a, in a good spot and coming up with with a, a, a softer schedule coming up with Houston and Detroit so and a bye week this week six teams on the bye week we'll get to that and not, not good for this is fantasy uh you know, bye by Geddon or whatever they, what do they call that rick What's yeah, by McGinnis, Mageddon, by yeah. Mageddon. Yes, yes. Yeah. So everybody's got uh, light rosters this week, but uh, anyway, so the you know the Giants are doing what they can. Seattle, hey, they're waiting their division. Go, yeah. you know, go Seahawks. Right. can you say? It's a tough place to fight Gino for a Smith. road team. Yeah.
0: Oh, it is. Gino Smith. Gino Smith, yeah. man. <laughs> he looks good. Yeah,
5: yeah let Gino yeah. cook, huh? Let Gino yeah. cook, you
0: know. Yeah, Buffalo. I like is, that. Yeah, I like the statement he made in the first first game of the season when the, after the game, and the reporter said to him, you know, everybody wrote you off. And he said, yeah, but I didn't write back. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Buffalo beat Green Bay 27-17. Kind of a ho-hum. I mean, you knew this was the kind yeah. of game, again, I've said this about Buffalo before. They're winning the kind of games that the Patriots used to win. You know, say, oh, good matchup on Sunday night night you look at it and you say you know it's not going to be that good and it was you know i mean they you just, know, even right with
1: aaron, even with aaron Rodgers, you just never got the feeling that the packers are anywhere in that game
2: no no and the monday night game uh, was an upset cleveland beat cincinnati uh, 32 to 13 and uh, you know and he, you know it, <laughs> it was funny that rick, rick would always we always think back to when cleveland played cincinnati the first and i know what they meant but they said in the first game, we were watching it. We were going by it. We were watching some other game. We went by it. was on Channel 10 or something. And they said it was kind of a close game. And it was the first time they'd ever met. And they said, typical Cleveland-Cincinnati game. Yeah, there <laughs> hadn't <laughs> been any yet. But what yeah. they meant well, was an but, Ohio rivalry or whatever. But just, yeah, we just remember that. It was so and fun. And
3: Cleveland. Cleveland ended a four-game losing streak because the team's ending their four-game, another team ending, you know, Yeah, and, and on, top, on top of that, I
5: know it's early in Joe Burrow's career, but he's never beaten the Cleveland Browns. Wow, that's well, weird. And
3: and Jamar Chase is out. Of course he yeah, hurt, he missed him. And yeah. he, he missed him, and they're yeah. saying about three to four weeks. They're not,
2: not going to put him on injury reserve. Okay. Yeah, they, he really missed Chase. But Nick so. Chubb got two touchdowns and 102 yards, so a good performance by him, which was okay. good for my fantasy team. So, we have the NFL standings here and then we'll do the schedule. So in the East, we have Buffalo at 6 and 1, Jets 5 and 3, Miami 5 and 3 and the Patriots 4 and 4. So the two East East divisions, nobody's under 500. So there you go. The, the beasts of the East. AFC North, Baltimore 5 and 3, Cincinnati 4 and 4, Cleveland 3 and 5, Pittsburgh 2 and 6. AFC South: Tennessee five and two. <clears throat> the Colts are three four and one. I think Tennessee's you know pretty much pulling away there. I don't yep. think anybody's going to catch them. Jacksonville two and six, and Houston one five and one. In the West, we have Kansas City at five and two, Chargers four and three, Denver three and five, Las Vegas two and five. In the NFC East, <clears throat> the Eagles still undefeated at seven and zero. Dallas six and two, Giants six and two, Washington four and four, NFC North: Minnesota six and one. And again, they're going to win that division because nobody's coming, in, coming in to play with them. I mean, geez, the rest of these teams, uh-huh. Green Bay three, I mean, they, they could be had if somebody, uh, you know, had put a push on them. Cause again, I, I just don't have much faith yep. in them. Green Bay three and, excuse me, Green Bay three and five, Chicago three and five, Detroit one and six excuse me in the south we have atlanta with four and four after that uh, mess update if carolina had won that game which they very well could have all of them would have been three and five so atlanta four and four new orleans three and five tampa bay three and five carolina two and six and in the west seattle five and three uh, san francisco four and four the rams are three and four Arizona 3 and 5. And you all want to know about, oh, the, uh, the contest. Wow, you certainly want to know about that. Now, uh, Perry and I each got combined scores on uh, the Sunday morning game with Jacksonville. But we picked Jacksonville instead of Denver, so we only got three points. So we have Perry with 80. I've got 78. Rick has 77. Pierre has 71. Robert has 69. David USF has 69. Jerry has 68. Sean has 66. Uh, Al from Cleveland, 65, Jamal, 64, Uh, King Dale is 60, and Laurie, 47. And uh, we had Al in the contest, but she uh, missed uh, too many weeks, so she's out. And now let me grab the schedule, and then we'll get to our news and notes. Let me take a moment. All right. Here here we go. All right. So for Thursday night, we have... Philadelphia at Houston, 8.15 p.m. Oh, on Amazon Prime. And that's, <laughs> what? yeah, that's going to be a opposite the World Series in Philadelphia yeah. and Houston. So that's kind of yeah. weird. And, you know, so, and you
1: know baseball, baseball might actually compete with the NFL on that one. Oh,
3: they, yeah, they should really. do it. Yeah, Especially in Houston. They, basically, yeah. They'll they beat them in Houston. They'll
1: beat yeah. them in
2: Philadelphia, too. You know, yeah, I mean, and, it's uh, the Phillies.
5: And the Eagles should
2: go uh, remain undefeated after that. I think so. All right. For Sunday, we have the Chargers at Atlanta, 1 p.m. on Fox. So, again, there's been uh, a little, a couple, there was a trade here that we'll see that normally be a CBS CBS game. Miami at Chicago, 1 p.m. on CBS. Carolina at Cincinnati, 1 p.m. on Fox. Uh, Green Bay at Detroit, 1 p.m. on Fox. Indianapolis at the Patriots, 1 p.m. on CBS. then we have uh, Buffalo at the Jets, 1 p.m. on CBS. Minnesota at Washington, 1 p.m. on Fox. We have the Raiders at Jacksonville, 1 p.m. on CBS. So A prime crew will be assigned to that game, I'm sure.
5: <laughs> I know.
2: Yeah. It'll be CBS's lowest crew. <laughs> That's right. Uh, Seattle at Arizona. We've only got two late games. Seattle. We so only got 13 games overall. So Seattle at Arizona, 4:05 p.m. is on Fox, and the doubleheader game uh, is the Rams at Tampa Bay, 4:25 p.m. on CBS, and uh, dude, this will be kind of weird. disappointing. Somebody, game, somebody has yeah. to win that game. Somebody has yeah. to. Win. Uh, the Sunday night game, Tennessee at Kansas City, 8:20 p.m. on NBC, and the Monday night game is Baltimore at New Orleans, 8:15 p.m. on ESPN, and the buys are. Cleveland, Dallas, Denver, the Giants, Pittsburgh, and San Francisco. So there you go. Yeah. That's uh, going to be a lot of people not playing uh, playing on their fantasy teams. Okay, let's see what we have for news and notes. Uh, Philadelphia acquired Robert uh, um, Quinn. Quinn, yes, from, from Quinn. the Bears yep. and, uh, for a fourth-round pick. He's a good pass rusher, they say.
4: Uh, Very good. Oh, yeah,
2: he is. Very good. Uh, And they had already... Yeah, go ahead. He had 18
5: sacks last year for
2: Chicago, Chris. Okay. P.J. Walker is supposed to start the rest of the year for Carolina, and he did play pretty well. Um, You know, that's the one thing. So Mayfield and Darnold, who they're paying bunches of money for, are his backups. Uh, 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 Kadarius Toney was traded to Kansas City for the Giants for a three and a six. In 2023, and so, uh, what's your thoughts on that, Rick? Well, it's it's kind
0: of a shame. I'm I'm glad the Giants got what they did for him, but the time he played last year, he looked. Pretty exciting he looked like one of these joystick players all over the field now. but he just couldn't he's always injured now I don't know if again again he's one of these guys that wasn't drafted by this regime you know so that that, that kind of makes him expendable um if Kansas City can get him on the field he's he's just the kind of player that Andy Wee could do some amazing things with mm-hmm
2: so uh, Tom Brady is, is, the, is now the most sacked quarterback because playing for twenty three years these things will happen to you he 's got five hundred and fifty six times he 's been sacked, and Rothenberger, uh five hundred and fifty four so that's they are the top uh, all time in being sacked and uh, let 's see uh, I, I told you about the Steelers and the Eagles. Uh, Tom Brady and Giselle got divorced we 've already talked about that, and who 's going to you know, i don 't know if anybody 's putting any bets in or anything. <laughs> And we did have a kind of a surprise in the media world because we had thought that the, the uh, Bears were going to go to iHeart, one of those stations. They're going to go to WMVP in Chicago, the ESPN 1000. So that's the first mm-hmm. time they've been there been at that frequency. So uh, it'll be interesting to see who they have for their, their play-by-play people and so forth. And um, let's see. I'm trying to see if there's any other NFL notes. Uh, we've certainly got some trades. I know there's more trade, yeah. Uh, yeah, we trades. Yeah, we've got trades. Roquan Smith. Roquat yep. Smith, of course, went to Baltimore for Chicago.
3: a two, a two from a Chicago for a two and a five. Uh, he was not going to resign with Chicago. So they took what they could get, and Baltimore was beefing up
2: to make that, that playoff run. Right. Yep. Yeah. But on the other hand, Chase Claypool came to Chicago from Pittsburgh mm-hmm. uh, for a second round choice. So there you go. So yep. it's not all, it's not a fire sale totally for the Bears. They're they're just chopping around a little bit. Um, I know we had uh, what? Uh, who was the guy that went to Denver? Wait a minute. Uh, Bradley, no, the, oh, yeah, no, went, to to went from went Denver to went Miami. To went Miami. Went yeah. Yes.
5: Denver to Miami.
0: Yes. That's uh, right. For with a twenty. Yeah, he went with a
3: fifth round pick in twenty five for. Uh, let me see. Oh, Chase Edmonds, running Chase back, Edmonds and a. Running back. Yeah, and a 2023 set uh, first and a fourth-round pick is what Denver got. Is, Chase Edmund and two draft picks for uh, Chubb and a uh, pick in 25. So okay, and, right. and, a,
2: and Jeff Wilson went to Miami, too, didn't and he? Jeff
5: Wilson went to Miami to replace Edmunds, and uh, all of Miami had to give up was a fifth-round choice. And I don't know the name of the Detroit tight end, because I don't follow Lions football.
0: Hawkinson. Hawkinson. Yeah, Hawkinson. Oh, yeah. He's a former yeah. Iowa Hawkeye. Yeah. Yeah, he, yeah, he went to Minnesota and um, Min- uh, yeah.
5: and uh, Detroit got a bunch of draft picks in return for him. You're saying so.
2: he was Hawkinson the Hawkeye? There
5: you yeah. Go. Yeah. Yes, he <laughs> was.
2: Okay. He's, he's, a, he's a good player.
3: He's going to help he Minnesota. Is. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Two to one Boston over Iowa now but
2: <laughs> <Yeah, you know. laughs> well, we're New England. We, we have all of New England behind us. New, New England and Iowa. Yeah, New, New England and So no. yeah. Uh, yeah, and any more uh, trade? We had the. Uh, uh, was there any more trades that we've and, seen uh, Bill, since four and Bill o'clock? Said,
5: and Bill said that <laughs> back when the Colt got
2: traded, yeah. Buffalo. Naheem, Naheem Hines for Zach Morris. Yeah. Yeah. I've right? not, see- yeah. not
1: seen. any more Zach come months.
2: across. <laughs> okay, no. so but if we see any more, we'll certainly uh, pass we them on. Any more NFL notes before we move on to baseball?
5: Uh,
2: nope. Okay. That's it. Yeah, well, you know, hey, what can you do? All right. Um, let's see. Whoops, grabbing the wrong sheet, but I will grab the – okay, we did have two games in the World Series, and they were interesting ones. Yes, um, they were. Okay, so game one, we had the Phillies beating Houston 6-5 uh, to five in 10 innings and uh, – and the one in the 10th on a JT Riomito home run. And the first comeback like that of, uh, of a five run lead since game uh, six in the O two series, when the angels beat dusty Baker's Giants. Yep. So there you go. It's happened to dusty again, who of course is still looking for his first world series title. So as a we'll see manager. how that goes for him. Uh, he won
5: well, as a player, but never as a manager. Yes.
2: Yes. As a manager. And, uh, now Houston is 0 and five in world series, first games, all five times mm-hmm. they've been there. They've lost the first game and the Phillies have now won seven in a row for road number game one. That has got to be probably a pro record of some sort to, to yes. have done that. Yes. Because That's amazing. Four of them this year. So, yep. and then uh, the three before that. So that's, that's pretty amazing. Um, uh, and uh, so game two was a little more conventional Houston beat Philadelphia five to two, but you had three doubles right away in the world series It's the first time any world series game had started with three extra extra base hits by a team. And, um, uh, and let's see, uh, they, they, that's also the first time The okay, we've had Houston led by five again, it was five, nothing then became five to two. And they're now one and one in those games. And the first other times the teams have led by five in the first two games of a world series, they've won the world series, but they won the games too. Uh, yeah. The 37 Yankees, the 87 twins, the 04 Red Sox and the 10 uh, Giants. Right. Uh, so there you go. So that's kind of interesting. So kind of interesting little uh, factoids and, from. And in games. that game, Chris, in game
1: two, we're going to be tight now. In that game, you know, <laughs> they, they do score the umpires, you know, to make sure mm-hmm. to see how oh, good yeah. or bad they did. And uh, Urbandale, Iowa's Pat Hoberg okay. scored a perfect game in game two good. behind the plate. So, you know, we always hear the gosh, the, you know, they, they were horrible on that call or horrible on that call. Well, he scored a perfect oh. game. I mean, he didn't miss any balls or strikes or anything. How often there. does that happen,
0: Terry? It was 129 it's very, pitches.
1: Yeah, it, and often. it's not its yeah. not very often that, that, that no. they can't come no. up with something that you missed. Yeah, yeah. And Hobart, I guess, th- through the year, from what uh, Scott Fransky and Larry Anderson were saying, has been consistently rated the best ball strike umpire out there.
2: Mm. Okay, good for him. All right, well, that's what we need. And, of course, we're going to see um, if, is there any talk about, um, you know, the, the electric eye, for the better uh, word for it, you know, getting that, uh, you know, quest, whatever, whatever they call that strike Hold zone Oh, the
1: robot arm.
2: Yes. No, I have heard nothing
1: about it lately. That's, I'm sure, that's kind I'm, of sure died that's, off. I'm sure it'll it'll come back up when somebody makes a big major. Yeah, is Angel Hernandez there? in
2: this World Series by he the is way. Not.
1: This, no, 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 <laughs> no. no, Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Now they are doing something different with the umpires this year. They did it in the League Championship Series <clears> and they did it in the they're doing it in the World Series. You don't have, remember you usually have six umpires. You mm-hmm. now have seven umpires and one Will always be an alternate umpire. So, you know, Holberg did not umpire on Friday and he had the plate on Saturday. So you always have an alternate umpire now, whereas, uh, you know, up until now, you didn't. You just had the six
2: umpires. Yeah, and that's right. They just take somebody out of right field or whatever and move them. Uh, so, yeah. But the, the other thing uh, that I've always thought, you know, in hockey, you have uh, referees and linesmen. I've always wondered if what they should do is, I know it's a real strain to do plate umpires. But I'm wondering if they ought to have maybe bigger crews, and this, again, they won't do it because of bigger crews, but have a five-man crew and have two or three, and then maybe a four-man crew can do it, but maybe doing it every other day isn't good. Maybe a five-man crew and have three plate umpires and the others just to do the bases because plate umpiring is a skill that not everybody yeah. has, you know? No. Mm-hmm. And, and, and,
1: you know, but, you it's very – from what Fransky and Anderson were saying is it's very common. Everybody will t- – you talk to the players and the managers, and they will always tell you, who the best umpires are and if you yeah. look at their scores whatever the players and managers tell you those are usually the guys who score the best
2: yeah yeah that's right so i you know i've, I've just thought of that a couple of times and like you know these are the plate umpires. again like linesmen referees in hockey you know that kind of thing
1: i mean hey okay, if, this guy, but, if this guy is that good i mean you know what he should almost be he won't be because you know they have seven guys to go through that should almost be your game seven plate umpire
2: yes right yes. yeah yeah Okay, baseball, uh, there are no U.S.-born black players in this World Series, and it's the first time since 1950. And now the reason, they, he didn't get into why that is, you know, the Yankees are in the World Series. He, uh, the, and now, that was the Phillies and the Yankees. They, I think the Phillies were the last National League team to integrate. The Yankees were the next yeah. to last uh, team uh, ahead of our beloved Boston yeah. Red Sox. Elston Howard was their first black player in 1955, as good as they were. And, uh, you know, and, and so the thing is, that's why it's the first time since 1950. There are Latin black uh, folks in the, in the series, of course. Yeah. But, uh, you know, and the thing is, baseball is trying to get into the inner cities and get people interested. But basically, it's basketball and football in, in the inner and cities. And soccer.
3: And, and there, there's a lot more soccer than there, I've there is. I've talked to people about that. And, they, you know, like they said, even the white American kids are not playing baseball as much as they used to. I mean, they have a program. They call the RB, the RBI program runs yes. batting, runs batting inner city and they're really pushing it. But a lot of it because, and this is, this goes on to little league baseball really got a lot for in the inner city, but a lot of the good players, are Not playing literally, you got to play selectively, and this is with all the sports. Ask my sisters about it uh, selectively. You play on these teams, and it gets expensive because you're picked for these teams, Correct. they're traveling here, traveling yep. there. It's, yep. You're gone every weekend, and a lot of these the inner city are not affording it, can't afford it. Plus, another <clears> reason the all right, in the 70s, in the 80s, in the 90s, a lot of the black players that were out there. Marketed themselves. You knew Reggie Jackson. You knew Dwight Gooden, Gerald Strawberry, right or wrong. You knew all the different the play, white and black players, marketed themselves. If you look in the last twenty years, who do you see out there doing commercials very much from Major League Baseball? I mean, Shohei Otani has been doing a lot. Uh, you know, he's but you really don't see. I mean, can you imagine if Reggie Jackson with today's social media? Where oh, yeah. I mean, as much as he was all over, can you see him today? I mean, the way you see LeBron and some yeah. of these others. I think can that has a big... Billy
2: Martin, Reggie Jackson, and Steinbrenner every day on Twitter going at oh, each other. Oh, and Jesus. Johnny
3: Bench and Johnny Bench and Pete Rose and all that crew, and yeah. I mean, just and that whole bunch uh, back from the seventies and eighties. If you'd seen them today, they just the fact, just all- the
1: fact, Chris, of Billy Martin and Steinbrenner going back and forth. That would be hilarious, wouldn't it? Oh. I mean, is he oh, going to be is he going to be back tomorrow or is he fired? <laughs> yeah, right. oh, imagine Lasorda
3: on Twitter. Oh, oh yeah.
1: God.
2: Yeah. God. But, yeah. So, you know, yeah, baseball is just not attracting younger people in general. But if you can make, they see the money that a LeBron makes or that, a you know, a, a, a black player makes in the NFL or whoever you want to name. And, you know, they, they that's who they identify with, the wide receivers and the LeBrons and whatever. That's where the athletes are going. So right. it's just mm-hmm. one of those things. I mean, you know, and the same thing in boxing, right, Robert? You don't have as many uh, black Americans boxing, do we? Oh, uh, uh,
5: there's more black. Americans boxing than are playing baseball Chris uh, I mean we uh, uh we do have up-and-coming people that that have gravitated to boxing uh, and uh, if they're not in boxing they're in the mixed martial arts stuff okay
2: yeah. yeah. And that's a new thing that kids are going to start getting into too. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so Brock Holt retired after 10 years. I forget where he was this past year. He was somewhere, but of course he spent many of his years here, the Brock star, we call him here. And he can go in the media tomorrow if he wants to. I've heard him on, on interviews and stuff. He's got a great voice. He's just, you know, very personable. He He'd, he'd be fine in the media, you know, if he wants to do that. Justin Verlander and Roger Clemens are now the only people to start in three decades in the World Series. Uh, yeah, and, and the only two ever Clem, Clemens in 86, 99, oh, 2000, 01, 03, and 05, and Verlander in 06, 17 for Detroit, and then uh, then oh, 19 and 22. Sorry, what?
5: You said well, it's six,
2: 6, 12, and then... 12 and 17. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Oh, I, put the, I, figured, yeah. I made a typo and I put it in the wrong place. Then 17 for Houston, 19, and then 22 now for Houston. So, right. Yeah, so that's, uh, that's uh, kind of a distinction. People don't hang around. And one guy who's going to hang around is Nolan Arenado. He's going to stay in St. Louis. He's gonna. He's opting in for five for 144 million. So he's going to be a cardinal for a while. And, and, that's so, Chris, good. He,
5: and so did Chris held today, uh, Chris.
2: Yes, I'm not surprised about that. We, <laughs> you know, no way he's going anywhere. Why would he? And um, now, now Arenado said he he grew up
1: always wanting to be a cardinal. Now coming from the Cubs angle, who in the world would ever do that?
2: <laughs>
1: now, oh, and by Smart the way, guy. Adam. By the way, Adam Wainwright is also coming back for one more year with the Cardinals.
2: Okay.
5: Did say that next year will be
2: his last. He wants his own little uh, uh, goodbye tour, you know. Correct. You know, like yeah. the other guys got. Uh, Rob Manfred said that the A's are likely to go to Las Vegas. Yeah. He doesn't think they're going to get anything together for a stadium, but the Tampa Bay, they still have hope for Tampa Bay to get them a new park. So now, we'll
3: about that. And here's the, here's the discussion, and this led into a big debate. But and I want to bring it up on this end, and this is where I was going with. Okay, Las Vegas getting a baseball team. And no, I have questions. Can they support that many sports? Some people say they can, you know, cause they're not a major market. I mean, they're like 46, but Pete Rose. Okay. We can all debate. We all, whether he should, shouldn't be in baseball, but Los, they're going to put a team, let a team go to Las Vegas, the birthplace of sports betting. But yet the guy who you ban for betting on baseball is not allowed in or not allowed to even go You know, the hall of fames keeping him out because they're the only hall of fame of any hall of fame, not just in sports, but anyone that has a morality clause,
2: by the way. Right. I don't know if you know, now, but,
3: they, the
1: thing, but they do, but they have Ty Cobb in the hall of fame who everybody right. said was yeah. horrible. Yes. And, and I, I, think the,
2: the, I think the morality clause is ridiculous. And we've got OJ in the football hall of fame is a good example of that, but uh, well, look and, at all the radio, and, people remember, in we're the radio dis-
1: and we're still discussing who, um, whether some of the guys who did the, steroids should be in the Hall of Fame. So I mean, right. that's. Right. Yeah.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> well, if that they affected had a morale performance. Yeah, that affected their performance. That's a little different in that. Uh, yeah, there's cheating involved, but it affected their performance. So you you wonder, the guy that wrote the article that we read did throw A-Rod into the group that I say about uh, Bonds and Clemens should get in on there. And he said maybe A-Rod should too. And I don't know when A-Rod started on the steroids. So maybe he's right about you know it.
1: You know what? I heard a, uh, somebody on the radio and I forget who it was, but they said maybe what they ought to do. <sighs> Any of these people, the the steroid users and Pete Rose and all of them, put them in there and just have a you know put them in a special stuff. put a spe, put them at a special corner of the Hall of Fame where you put you know the Barry Bonds steroid user Pete Rose gallery, gallery. yeah yeah, yeah. Because, have, and it tells
3: right. it, it tells the history because you know it's like you're gonna you're you're covering up a part of history good or bad you right. I mean people need to know. I mean, and it's with anything in history, you need to know the good and the bad. And we've had and people have had those debates in a lot of history. But well, yeah, I, I, just will say, I will say
1: this, Sorry. though, I mean, and, and this comes from a Cubs fan. I mean, I Pete Rose had so many hits against the Cubs. You True. will never convince me. I mean, it's I know it's the gambling, mm-hmm. but as a player, that guy is a as Hall a of Famer hands down. There is no oh, doubt yeah. about it. Oh, no, yeah, absolutely. And the
3: manager, he bet on baseball, and he lied
2: he about did. it, yes. He did. But as and a the player, thing is, so for him, I think this is just because he doesn't care about anybody. He isn't, he's lying about it. He won't admit it. If he admitted it, my, I gave the example of uh, Paul Horning and Alex Karras, who admitted it, sat out for a year. Uh, they were betting as mm-hmm. players, but they admitted it, sat out for a year, went but, on to great careers in the media and in the NFL. and got into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Everything, But was they don't have a morality No, but everybody, but they, they also said, okay, they, they moved on. They also admitted it when you admit it and do your time. That's one thing, you know, the United States will, will, um, accept that, Mm -hmm. but he won't do his time. You know, he's just saying, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. Chris,
1: I thought not before they found it out, but I thought since then he has admitted it.
2: No.
3: Yeah,
4: he has. He has. has. Yeah. he He has. He yeah. basically has, yes. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah. Hold on. Hold
1: on, guys. Hold on, guys. Go ahead, Bill.
4: No, I just said he did, but eventually, but after 20 years, I mean, my God.
1: Yeah, yeah. or 30 years. Now, now, 30 no, no. What? You're, you're a you're a you're a Red fan, so you can come yeah. at it from that point. But what what? I would bet most people associated with the Reds think that he should be in.
4: Well, they think that he should be in based upon other criteria and other things they've seen go on in baseball and, you know, what's happened. But I don't know. I think he was definitely qualified as a player. His attitude was, well, you know, he wasn't the best liked or the what, whatever the case may be. But. When it came to playing on the, feet, if you just judged him by playing baseball, he was definitely a Hall of Famer. There's no. Oh yeah.
1: But well, like, is that, well, and it, remember when I say about the, you know all the hits he got off of us. Remember, Bill, he broke the hits record on the Cubs.
4: Well, That's right. that was on a <laughs> Tuesday night. I remember September 11th. 11th, but still.
2: Yeah, me too.
4: But but I heard that game. you know, but it still doesn't give him a right to bet on baseball but I don't think he's been the first and I don't think he's been the last I think that probably what nope. was well, that guy well, that anyway, that we so? could
2: obviously and we can this is a good uh, when we get back to the Hall of Fame and the next thing that happens with craziness in the Hall of Fame yeah. we can get back to this topic but it's always a perennial. and speaking of the, the Hall of fame,
1: speaking of the Hall of Fame I think the Ford Frick Award will be the obviously the awards uh, for baseball will come out soon after the World Series mm-hmm. but the yeah. Ford Frick Award I think I think that's in early December. So that's the next big thing for the Hall of Fame.
2: Yeah, yeah. December 7th. I remember when uh, they were all, all those 10 finalists were named. They said it would be yeah. December 7th. Yeah. So Matt Quattrero, I think is the name, is yes. the new manager of the Royals. He's a former Tampa Bay bench coach. And Pedro Griffal is the manager, new manager of the White Sox. He's the former Royals bench coach. So there, and there you will, go.
1: And there will also be, uh, according to Scott Merkin from MLB.com, there will also be numerous... Uh, other coaching changes. Now, uh, Katz, the pitching coach, will return, but he said a lot of the other coaches probably will not.
2: These are for the White Sox? Correct. Yeah. 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 Mattress, Mattress Mac has his uh, big bet, his $75 million bet, and it's one game to each, so we'll see how that goes. And Marquee Network has dropped 50 uh, percent in ratings since it went on the air, and I think that uh, it really was a bad time. You know, COVID and and uh, the delayed start of the season and <laughs> everything else. The Cubs not being good, so it's kind of it's kind of a tough situation for Marquee. I think.
3: Well, the regional sports networks are hurting anyway.
2: They're hurting a lot
3: anyway right now for whatever reason. They, Sinclair and a lot of and NB and Comcast, a lot of those that own them, they've been hurting, and they, that's why they're going to the. That's why
1: the league, that's why the leagues are thinking about buying them out.
2: Right. And, okay. And, so we by, got, and by uh, the way,
1: in combination with that story, Chris, about Marquis, they were dropped mm-hmm. the other day from Hulu. So if you have Hulu, you won't be
2: watching Marquis on Hulu. Okay. Yep. And um, so any more baseball before we go to college football? I don't know. Nope, okay. and boy, do we have a doozy coming up! We do. Ooh, ooh, one of the one of the participants won uh, last week in the former. Now this is the uh, what would it be the Gatorade game. It's not the Cocktail Party. I don't know. Uh, no, you can't have the the Gators are in the game. You can't have that. So I I don't have don't it the yeah, it's the former cocktail party that
5: will always. The former the cocktail. cocktail party. Okay.
2: Georgia beat Florida forty-two yeah. twenty. We had Tennessee, the other participant in the big game, uh, beating Kentucky forty-four to six. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, that's all you got to say about that one. <laughs> yeah, well, hey, you know, Penn State uh lost to Ohio State 44-31. That was a pretty good game. It was back It was actually
1: it was actually a lot closer than that up until about the final 4 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was. Great.
2: Yes, it was. Yeah. Michigan over Michigan State 29 to 7. TCU beat West Virginia 41-31 in Morgantown. Oregon beat Cal uh 42 to 24. USC beat Arizona forty-five thirty-seven. UCLA beat Stanford thirty-eight thirteen. Mississippi over A and M thirty-one to twenty-eight. What about that, that one, Perry? That that was.
1: A, I mean, Ole Miss trailed in that game for quite a while, and the yeah, they did, back and they, they came back and won it. It was a battle. It was a battle, like and said, of they course, back now you wonder if what's going to start getting to Ole Miss, and we'll talk about the Auburn situation here in a little bit, but yep. now there's Auburn, now there's Nebraska, you know. when, yeah. when You, you and, just hope that the players can keep that out of their mind.
2: Okay, we have Utah over Washington State, 21-17. Kansas State over Oklahoma State. It was home, but forty-eight to nothing. Really? I think that surprised yeah. a
1: lot of people that that game. Not that K State won because K states no, a reasonable. But the way they game, won. But the way they won.
2: <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, as
3: bad as they won. Yeah. That, and we got yeah. them this week. Texas does so. Yeah. Yeah,
2: that should be good. Illinois beat Nebraska twenty-six to nine. North Carolina. I wonder, over
0: I
1: wonder how 10. that game ever wound up on ABC. I mean, couldn't ABC have picked? Something uh, better
3: than I, that? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Well, I think it was the week and they needed something in that 330 window and Fox had taken whatever, so I think that they could have even picked your moved your Iowa game there and put the Illinois-Nebraska game over where Iowa was.
1: I mean, they could have even yeah. – I know it was on FS1, but gosh, go with Iowa, St- oh. Iowa State and um, Oklahoma. That would have Oklahoma. been a better game.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Illinois uh, over Nebraska, 26-9. North Carolina beat Pitt, 42-24. Pitt continues to struggle a little bit. Louisville upset Wake Forest, 48-21. to 21. These conference games are wacky. I mean, here Louisville loses to BC, as we talked about, a crummy team here, you know, a few weeks ago, and they turn around and beat Wake Forest. So, you know, who who knows? Who knows? NC State beat Virginia Tech 22-21. Uh, that was Thursday night, so I don't know anything about it, but it must have been a good game. Notre Dame beat Syracuse 41-24. Syracuse has uh, kind
1: of hit the, hit the snot yeah. a little bit. Yeah, they have.
2: They've hit the They're going to go to a mid-level bowl now. They're, they, you know, kind of dropping things here. USF beat Cincinnati 25-21, so that's uh, something that's an upset there. Uh, Oklahoma over Iowa State 27 13. We talked about that that a little bit. I I
1: thought, I don't know if you saw much of it, Sean, but I thought that game was a little, not much, but a little bit closer than that score indicated.
3: I thought it was. I honestly did. Yeah.
2: I
1: mean, frankly, Oklahoma is not as good as as they're supposed to be, but, you know, and Iowa State's not good. It was a closer game than that score indicated.
2: Iowa beat Northwestern. Everybody's doing that. 33 13. I'm not having a good year this year. uh,
1: Hey, Iowa scored 33 mm-hmm. points. Their fans are still crowing about that, that they scored 33 mm-hmm. points. and say, well, that's good, for, you know.
2: And just to make it official, we talked about it briefly, but you can give any more details you want to. Northern Iowa beat Southern Illinois 37-36. That was, that was
1: probably one of the more exciting games you're going to see. It was uh, Northern Iowa had the lead, but all but for just a couple of minutes. But um, like I say, it was it was a fantastic game. I mean, mm-hmm. Southern Illinois, very highly rated. Northern Iowa needs every win they can get. And their reward for winning that game, 37-36, to 36, they get to host now the number one team in the land, South Dakota State. There you go.
2: Un- okay, so the undefeated teams, and this will lead into our topic today, Sean will bring up because we have something starting tonight, and we'll have uh, some interesting discussions from now on. So we're going to have tonight the uh, playoff. Or what do they actually call that show? Playoff. college
3: football play. The college football playoff rankings show.
2: Yes, yes. and that's going to start at seven o'clock tonight on ESPN. So if you want to. Watch that. You can watch that before the World Series. It's eight oh three, so no, you won't miss any baseball. The undefeated. And they always
3: do the rankings. They do the rankings at the top of the show.
2: Okay, so the undefeated teams going into it from the top twenty-five are Georgia, Tennessee, Ohio State, Michigan, Clemson, and TCU, and of course Alabama has one loss. So. But you're going to end up with one of the SEC teams is going to have one loss because what are some of the games this week, Sean? Yeah, What's Tennessee and Georgia play each other.
3: Oh, All right. Yeah, the big one. The big one is number one and number two, at least in the AP poll. Like I said, Tennessee and Georgia, you got that game. You have Alabama. Uh, well, I would, suspe- Alabama I would that.
1: suspect, Sean, is that the CBS game?
3: That is the CBS 330 game. And then Alabama-LSU is the primetime ESPN game. You have that one. Uh let me see, TCU, I think they just, who do they, oh, I forgot who they have. I think they, oh, they have Texas Tech, so they should handle their business. Uh, another big top 25 game is Texas and Kansas State, and then how does Oklahoma State bounce back? Kansas kind of hit the skid a little bit. You got a Notre Dame-Clemson game, which is pretty good. You know, it yeah. should be interesting. Uh, NC State after the loss, a ranked matchup, or NC State to win, but Wake Forest after the loss, so NC State has Wake Forest in a game. Oregon State, who's creeped into the top 25, they've got to go with Washington. Then you got, you know, USC. I think they got Cal. or, or USC has Arizona State. UCLA, uh, uh, and Oregon got some hand. Your, uh, they got some games that kind of, you know, handle your business games as they call them. Uh, same thing with Illinois gets a game to see if they're for real against Michigan State because Michigan State's lost to Michigan and Ohio State. Even, though, even though,
1: Michigan State and I don't know the names, but four players oh, from Michigan State are suspended. suspended because of uh, melee after the Michigan game. Oh. Yeah, I was going to talk
3: about. The, I was going to talk about that in a minute here after I got all these games. But Did any Michigan talk
1: players about, get suspended too?
3: No. no. Okay, what happened? They leave in the same tunnel. And usually, okay, Michigan, I think, was leaving first. But four Michigan State players decided to leave. And there was a player from Michigan going back to the locker room. And his helmet was off. And they... They beat him down. It was, oh, I, yeah, I saw that they beat this guy down, so they've been suspended. They said it wasn't called for, you know, everything, so, because they didn't wait until the mission, you know, until right, Michigan right. was leaving. And we'll however, see, but, and, but, and we'll but, see if that helps,
1: and we'll see if that helps right. Illinois. Right. Yeah, and
3: that's, they got to handle, they got to handle your business. You got, Michigan's got to handle your business game against Rutgers and Ohio State against Northwestern, so, they, if they should come out, but Illinois, they get, See what you know. I mean, this is Illinois's last test, and then of course, like I said, you got the Georgia-Tennessee undefeated. One of them is going to lose. But Thanksgiving week, if they're still undefeated, you'll have Michigan, Ohio State so if yep. in that. Then TCU still has a couple tough games. But
1: Bill, how is? Purdue look lately. It's Iowa-Purdue this week. I would would expect you would project Purdue in that
4: game. Probably they have more offense and their defense is adequate to good so they should carry the day against Iowa. Now if it was Penn State or Ohio State or Michigan problem, Ohio State. Yeah. Yeah, but Iowa no. The problem
1: for Iowa is, I mean, Bowls love Iowa because their fans really, really try They are, from what they were saying on the radio, they are not going to be favored Mm -hmm. in any more games the rest of the season. Mm -hmm. That tells you how bad the
4: offense is. Well, I just, uh, even even against Nebraska. uh, Get uh, six games and you're in. Go ahead, ahead, Yeah, you get six games and you win and you're in the Bowl. I mean, what does it tell you?
1: They might be favored against
4: Nebraska but we'll have to wait uh, and see, see Don't ask Indiana well, that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Brian Harfson the uh, fire uh, Auburn coach was fired. Everybody's kind of waiting for that after, you know after uh, he he was 3 and 5. And, you know uh, the, so the problem
1: with that, that though. And the problem with with the way Auburn dealt with this guy, they wanted to promote from what Rick Neuheisel was saying this morning they when they hired Brian Harson, they wanted to promote their defensive coordinator and I forget who he said it was at the time and they said no and he told the now former athletic director you know go out and and hire and that's who this is who he came up with but I mean in a lot of ways they've been after this guy ever since the day they hired him so you know yep. you knew it was a matter of time now yesterday not an S Yeah. Yeah, Right. Now, yesterday. Not an
3: SEC guy at all. Yep. Well, now
1: they have an SEC athletic director because they went and hired Mississippi State's John Cohen to be their athletic director. Cohen, of course, the former uh, bulldog baseball coach, but I- I'm not sure. I mean, he was a hero at Mississippi state. He is not going to be a hero at Auburn. He's just going to be one of the rest over there.
2: Mm. Yes. Okay. So we got any other college football notes? Cause we do have one death we need to cover in college football. Oh Yeah. And, no, I think got all that stuff so this actually ties into all things radio because we did a show last week and we were featuring um oh now i'm forgetting Larry Munson and we featured him and he had gotten to Georgia and he was right there alongside this man uh throughout his career and uh, Vince Dooley who we're going to be talking about here in a minute uh was very heavily quoted in that thing they, they were throwing in a lot of uh, things about how he became a real Georgia uh, icon, Larry Munson did, and, and so forth, and of course, Vince Dooley endorsed him. They obviously were friends, and so forth. But so, Vince if you Dooley, want, to, so
1: if you do want to hear about any of that, you can go back and listen to all things radio and hear. That's it.
2: right. Show number six fifty one that we just did last Thursday. So, Vince Dooley, he was born uh, September fourth, nineteen thirty two. Died in on, on the twenty eighth of October this year, twenty two uh, in two thousand twenty two. So, he was ninety years old. He was born in Mobile. He uh, died in Athens, Georgia. Obviously, no cause was uh, was given. He was a quarterback at Auburn from fifty one through fifty three. He had just been
1: he dealt recently with COVID. Now, whether that had anything to do with it, I don't know. But he had yeah he was saying he was
2: recovered from that. He was in the hospital. He was in
1: the hospital for COVID recently.
2: So he was the Auburn quarterback from fifty one through fifty three. Then became an assistant at Auburn fifty six through sixty three. Then the head coach at Georgia from 64 through 88, and the athletic director from 79 through 04. He was, in his head coach, he was 201, 77, and 10. He was 8, 10, and one, 2 in bowls. Uh, and then he won the, uh, he only had one losing season in all that time, six SEC titles and uh, a national title in 1980, and a College Hall of Fame in 94. So that's one of those guys that you, you know, you think about it, a program. He's synonymous with the Georgia program. Always will be.
3: And up, up until last year, he was before last year. He, like I said, he was the last uh, Georgia coach to win a national championship.
2: That's like I said, nineteen eighty, that Her- Herschel Walker freshman year, I believe it was. Yep. Mm-hmm. So- Okay, so we had uh, the big story in the NBA popped up this afternoon because Steve Nash uh, – oh, I'm sorry. Any more college football before we move on? No. no. Nope. Nope. Making sure we nope. don't. Oh, okay.
1: wait, a minute, wait a minute. Pierre raised his hand, so let's get to Pierre. Oh, he's on college
2: football.
1: He, he probably wants to get his thoughts in before we go on to that basketball stuff on Pierre. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep.
6: Go ahead. Did, uh, did anybody watch the Michigan State game? <laughs> I didn't. I've never seen, I've never seen one play turn a a game completely around. It had one minute left to go in in the first half. It was 10-7. to Michigan Hmm. State drove down to the Michigan 2. It was 4th down, one yard to go. He had the choice, kick the field goal or go for it. He went for it. He didn't make it. Michigan took the ball, drove down and kicked the field goal and that the game completely around.
1: That is, you know, and that is a huge thing in college football, Pierre. I mean, we used to, we talked about it for a couple of years, you know, how just one or two, co- now they all do the go for it.
6: They, they just love that for whatever reason. But I mean, it, it, it like deflated the players, you know?
2: And yeah. Yeah, it does. If you, you know, you're putting everything on one play and, you know, if you don't have, if you don't have a surefire play and who does, I mean, it's fourth and one's a crapshoot. I don't care what the analytics say or whatever. It, it just doesn't, you know, it's not something you you just count
6: on. So, and, you know. and, and did I hear this morning that Auburn's first choice for, for a head coach is Freeze?
1: Uh, he, uh, certainly is, he certainly that.
6: is in the running, Pierre. There's a whole yeah. list of names that you hear.
1: Freeze, yeah uh kiffin just to name a couple but i've also heard i've also heard deon
5: sanders Deion sanders, is in Deion that, sanders yes
6: i've heard him yeah. but yeah. i heard right now Freeze is at top of the list yeah yeah well
1: because he he's available to, but you know he but he, and to, here's the thing here's the thing with freeze that you know when chris said it well pete rose would just admit uh hugh freeze did he, when he made his errors at ole miss he did admit him, and he got a second chance pretty quickly.
2: Right. Yep. Right. So that does happen. Okay. So moving to the NBA, and our big story was uh, late uh, this afternoon. Well, mid-afternoon, I guess. Steve Nash was fired by the Nets after a two-and-five start. Actually, uh, Kevin, fired Durant, by Kevin Durant. Yes, Kevin Durant <laughs> did not want him. They he they grudgingly uh, Kevin grudgingly kept uh, whatever. And, you know, you've got Kevin Durant there. You've got Kyrie, who has allowed some anti-Semitic stuff on his either his website or has passed some stuff on in his Twitter feed. Uh, we've got uh, Kevin Durant, who's uh, you ben know, Simmons becoming yeah, a coach. Yeah. You've got uh, the invisible Ben Simmons. Yep. So you've got a real mess there. And the person that they would like to take over this mess is Ime Udoka. And Ime, of course, still suspended by the Celtics, the late news was, you know, the question was, would the Celtics just let him go or would they want a compensation or would, do they have more to divulge because their investigation is ongoing, I oh. think. <clears throat> but uh, there isn't, uh, according, well, or they're, they're going to let the Nets find it out or give them a second chance by just saying, go ahead and go. Yeah, because so. basically
3: what it is, what it is, there, because obviously if they wanted to keep him I mean, they'd fight. There, there's a big part of that that I think was non-consensual. Otherwise, they'd be not letting them go so easily.
2: Right, yeah. but the thing is, I don't know if what they, because they're not asking for compensation, they don't have to divulge anything, uh, you know. I mean, if they, if, and I don't know that the Nets, I mean, they've made some trades that have been questionable in the past, so I don't know what, how good the relationship is between these teams. But you with, by letting them go, the Celtics basically say, hey, he's your problem, and you may, may have learned a m- lesson He'll be fine, and he's a good coach, and he did a good job last year. We're not no one saying that. And and
5: apparently, he might uh, the Nets might even take over over what the Celtics owe as far as his contract is concerned. Well, they will, yeah,
2: because they, no, I mean, it's not again. The Celtics are saying he can go, so I think that's the idea. I think that uh, it's not like baseball where you take over somebody's salary or anything, it's probably a start, start over, and the Celtics say you know, just let him go. And I, they, they could, that may be a holdup where they may agree on who, you know, fight about who's going to pay what, but I, I'm thinking the Celtics would just say, you know, if, if you'll pay them, you know, uh, they're not exactly taking him off the Celtics' hands. They're they're letting uh, the Nets have him, so it's a little yeah. bit of an equal trade here. You know, Nets really want him, and so the Celtics are not being forced to get rid of him or something. So they're not saying this is this know, is going
1: to be tougher on him than anybody else because he's got to go in and,
2: and deal with all the mess that is. The yes. Nets. Yeah. yes, yeah, he's got, and you know, he hasn't. Uh, I don't think he's dealt with Kyrie before and that no. in itself no. and now does he I, I don't know on the national team he probably dealt with uh, with Duran before so that's uh, why Durant yeah. wants him.
5: Yeah. Yeah. Durant no. wants
2: him. Yeah.
5: General and, manager yep. Kevin Durant has made his choice. Right.
2: That. So, yep. you know, they will they will try to work it out and he's telling the owner, but boy, the Sonics and Nets are always getting into these crazy yeah, things. Yeah. If it's not draft choices and Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett and everything else and Kyrie, uh crazy things happen. So, uh, yeah. we'll see how that And you all know, works and you know, there and, is uh, a chance and, there is
1: a chance that let you know, he takes over and if he can get this mess all figured out, what if he comes back and beats him in the playoffs?
2: He's a good locker room coach. I mean, he's not, he's not you know, he's no slouch as a coach. Absolutely. I mean, so that's that's like the best thing that's happened to the Nets. You know, they were totally dysfunctional, and now you know they're mix, mixing him in. But and if he's learned from from whatever he did up here, you know, then maybe maybe they'll get somewhere with it. But you know, well, so it'll be very. I
1: suppose I would bet probably what's going to happen is when they sign him, the Nets they'll probably put up. A you know a pretty strict conduct policy in his in his contract I right. Would imagine
2: right yeah. and yeah. now the the uh, this is this is good uh, maybe this will get people stopping talking about the Patriots for ten minutes to talk about this up here it should get the yeah. talk shows uh, going pretty good NBA uh, told the regional networks to tr- uh, start to travel on TV with their with their teams and apparently it's uh, Kevin Calabria is the one that really wasn't traveling he's now with Portland used to oh. be the voice of the uh, Supersonic right. and apparently he was not traveling so it's kind of Aimed at him, I guess, huh, Sean? Yeah. That's what I'm gathering, that it was a big part of it was
3: aimed at him, according to Marshawn and Haran and others, and Main Reason and others. That's what it sounds like, because cause this year this year everybody else had been traveling last year there were some teams that still weren't but everybody's been back this year traveling now
2: one thing I should mention while we're at it is Sean Grandy's doing a lot of TV and I think what's happening is that uh, Mike Mike Gorman who's uh, a few years he's around my age maybe a couple three years older than me he uh, I think is picking his spot so I think what they're doing is John Wallace cool. is coming over to work with Cedric Maxwell and, and uh, Sean uh, Grandy is doing a lot of TV with uh, Brian Scalabrini and so forth and, uh, cor- so you'll see according, that.
3: To,
5: according to Chad they- and Chris, eventually, Sean Grandy will be the new TV voice of the Celtics and they'll, they'll have somebody new on the radio, uh, you know, to work Well,
2: uh, yeah. John Wallach's doing a good job. What yeah. they also might do, and it's not it's unusual for a Boston team to do this, but they also might employ everybody and make it so that Sean can do the playoffs on the radio, you know, yeah. because she that's might. what the NBA, you know, because mo- hardly any playoff games are on local TV. That's so that, that would be fine. So that could happen, too. So we'll see. Yeah. We'll see what happens, but that because that isn't the way it's structured here. It's, it's stations do it, and uh, you know it's not the uh, mm-hmm. team. So we'll see what they do. They might want to do that, but Sean is, you know, he's great, uh, absolutely. But we we want we'd miss him on the radio. Not that John Wallach is bad; he is not. But uh, you know, anyway. Yeah, well,
5: remember, you get quite a raise when you go from radio to TV, and your paid, so
2: right, right. Yeah. LeBron now has the most twenty or more point games in uh, the NBA uh, ever. Uh, he passed Moses Malone. And LeBron has 11.35, and Moses uh, had 11.34 in his career. Uh, Kareem ended up with uh, 11.22, and everybody else is in the 900s and lower. So anyway.
5: Well, well, remember, by the end of the season, uh, uh, LeBron will be the all-time leading scorer in the NBA. Right. So
2: uh, we had a sort of a two-part thing where we had to find out more information, and Robert did. So let me give you the first part, and then Robert can talk about what he found out today. Philadelphia is losing uh, picks. Uh, second-round picks in 23 and 24 for tampering, but we didn't know what they were tampering with or who they were tampering with, but you found out some stuff in the Globe, Robert.
5: Uh, yeah, it was Daniel House mm-hmm. and uh, P.J. Tucker. Uh, that's who they tampered with, and, of course, they both signed with Philadelphia, so Philadelphia loses those picks, and there's also an investigation going on with the New York, Mid- New York Knicks because they're, they apparently have tampered with the Jalen Brunson situation. And what right. this comes down to, you... Can talk to your the players, but you have to wait till a certain time to do it. And apparently, Philadelphia and New York possibly had jumped the gun and they did it too early. So
3: mm-hmm. there, okay. there's ways though. You get a player maybe or somebody to talk to their friend. I mean, it's done all the time to get around right. it. They they just need to be smarter about it. Right, smarter about your tampering. Right,
2: <laughs> that's right. Well, yeah, and that's and and the point I was making is it doesn't even mean mean that you got the player. It's like Miami is being punished because they the owner tampered with Tom Brady, uh, right. and they never got him. So right. there you go. Know, yeah. You know. So well, we have about ten minutes to go. And uh, Robert, you got anything to say about hockey? Well, or, uh, we do was... no, no. Before we do that, let's go
1: to uh, Oh, USF. David, David, if you want to, if you want to unmute, say, go right ahead. I was going to
5: say we haven't had calls all day,
1: so. Hey gentlemen, I just have one correction.
3: Um, okay. Actually, LeBron passed Carl uh, Malone, uh, not Moses
1: Malone. For
2: the- Did I say Moses? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 All right. That's okay. I just want to make that, that correction. Okay. That's good. I didn't even know I said okay. Moses. You know, if I can say the older guy, I will. You know, that's is, that is what I do. That's part of what I do. Anyway. Okay. Cool. That's all I got. All right. Uh, say Bill and, Russell instead of, uh, uh, you know, Jamarcus Russell. Whatever. You know. Do we anyway. have any more
1: calls, Perry? We do. Let's go to Gina. Yep. She can unmute okay. Now, oh.
2: We'll hear from her of the high
5: flying seahawk. Oh, is right. I have news, you guys. <laughs>
2: what is the news?
5: Apparently, XFL is coming back.
2: Yeah, no, it's, yeah, it's
3: already been. It's already been coming back. They unveiled their team names yesterday. I need to go get them. I didn't have. I'll have them next week. But yeah, they've they've already announced they will be back February of 23. They unveiled that and the eight cities, and we mentioned that a while back ago: Washington D.C., Orlando. St. Louis, Las Vegas, Seattle, Houston, San Antonio, and the team in Dallas is not going to be Arlington. It's going to be, or it's not going to be Dallas. They're going to call it Arlington, but I know your Seattle team, is now going to be the sea
2: dragons, not the dragons. I do know that yep, one. That's so, right. but I'll—I I'll, was
3: going to tell you. And, yep. Yeah, yeah. I'll that's have the whole. If like
2: the giants like be the football kraken or something. Oh well.
3: Well, no, they—they <laughs> they were the dragons. They were the dragons when the league got suspended because uh, of COVID. Now they're added to the sea dragons. I I know Houston's the Roughnecks. San Antonio's going to be the Brahmas. The Tampa Bay Vipers are in Las Vegas now. It's the Arlington,
2: uh, whatever their name is. But I'll have that list next week. Yeah, we'll, we'll put list. it out next week. And okay, by the way,
5: way. way. How about your uh,
2: Seahawks there, Gina? Hey, how about them Seahawks? We won. Yeah. Well, you're going <laughs> You're going right from – you guys have good karma. I know the uh, Mariners didn't go all the way, and probably the Seahawks won't either. But it's still a fun sports year when you go right from the Mariners to the Seahawks, the way they've been playing, huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I, and I would
1: bad. think overall, Jeannie, even though they didn't, Go a, a long ways. I would think the people up there have to be kind of proud of what the Mariners at least accomplished. And now you know you can play with the Astros. Yeah, and and oh. we are, and, and we are proud. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. I am. Yeah, that's all all right, all right. All right. Okay, all right. Yeah, uh, all right. Well, any think, any hockey notes while we're well
5: before before I get to the hockey? Speaking of Seattle, <laughs> Gina reminded me. When, when, when apparently fall? in Sunday's game, oh, nice. the, apparently in Sunday's game with uh, the Giants and Seahawks. Jerome Boger was the, the head official, and apparently on one of the penalties that he called against oh, yeah. the, he, he, called the, he called the penalty against the Seattle Mariners, not the Seattle Mariners. Yeah,
1: he did. I, I heard that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. uh,
5: as far as hockey, the only major thing that really occurred this week was uh, Phil Kessel officially now holds the uh, consecutive game streak right. yep. record, and, uh, and Buffalo has gotten off to a tremendous start. They They blew out the Red Wings last week. Uh, Cage Thompson, I believe is his name, had a six-point game last night, three goals and three assists. Mm -hmm. So maybe Buffalo is going to be a a sleeper team this year that people can't ignore like you could in the past.
2: Charlie McAvoy was skating today in practice. So we may – and we. oh, and that's the other thing. Brad Brad Marchand came back uh, last uh, Thursday. So he was two goals in the first game. Yeah. He did, and, <laughs> yeah. and so and uh, and so uh, McAvoy was skating, and of course they said December first for him, but it looks like you know he's in Pittsburgh tonight, but he's not going to play. And yeah. Krejci's out for two games with an injury. But anyway, McAvoy may be back in the next week or so, so that's good. So, um
5: but my point is, uh, we were talking about how well the the owners have done with the Buffalo Bills. Well, they also own the Buffalo Sabres. Maybe they're finally going to leave people alone. They're running the hockey team, and and uh, you might see Buffalo start to improve. And so, you know, uh, but was that were, was you know, that
2: the idea that they were okay? Because we we yeah. hear that with the Knicks and the Rangers, you know, how the Rangers generally do better than the Knicks because the guy doesn't really care as much about hockey, so he leaves them alone. But he meddles with the Knicks. Is that what what they were doing, meddling with the hockey? Uh,
5: yeah, they were they were pretty much meddling with the hockey. And finally, uh, Kevin Adams, the new GM, finally basically told the pogulas, uh, you know, hey uh let me run the hockey you pay attention to the football and, and you'll have two winners and that's exactly what looks like might be occurring here
2: there's good fans there you know it's night nice. it, uh, i you know bruins have had many playoff series with them and stuff it's a good rivalry once it gets going with buffalo you know in any sport you know obviously with the bills but uh, they, the bruins and sabers had a lot of yeah. cool series so that would be kind of fun if they get to be good uh, uh, and
5: uh, you know buffalo's never won the stanley cup so you know uh, may- maybe if they have top-notch management uh, it that knows what they're doing and let the GM and coach do what they need to do, maybe you won't see as many Sabre trades about getting rid of people like Jack Eichel and And, and like speaking that.
2: of that division, I haven't uh, yeah, really asked them to say what their record is, but Montreal is winning a lot of games this year.
5: Well, um, it, it it all comes down to Martin St. Louis. Oh, okay. the, uh, normally a Hall of Fame player doesn't turn out to be a very good coach, but in this case... Uh, It looks like that he found his perfect niche, and uh, apparently he's got the young Canadians doing a lot better than what people thought they would be doing. Yeah, and that's without Carey Price,
2: too, who may retire. He's still thinking about it. He doesn't know, but uh, he he may not be back. He's
1: he's going to be out all year anyway. We'll get to the hockey as as more develops, but uh, we have no more callers, so hit it, Sean. (sighs) Let <sighs> me wake up.
3: Oh, oh okay. Sorry. I, was, I took a nap with Pierre there. took a nap with Pierre there. But anyway, <laughs> you guys, if you want to listen to this Pierre, anytime. Take a nap with Pierre, before. is gone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, okay. But anyway, all right. If you guys want to listen to this podcast at any time, download it. Uh, legendoldies.com, Sports on, Live in your podcatcher, or go to seven seven three five seven two. Three thousand six option number nine for Sports Lounge Live option eight for All Things Radio option seven for the Coffee Club and when you're over there go back to the main menu and leave Bill a message and say hey thanks for putting this up you know that's a good thing but I'll be back from my trip in time for next week and the guys will be still be where they're at next week hopefully and we will all see you but next you're, week but you're wherever you all, are to miss all things
1: Radio Sean.
3: I'll miss all things radio Thursday. I'll listen to the podcast when I get home, though. I will listen. All right. right.